today, mm -hmm. left-wing activists is charged in the Capitol breach, which is weird because I heard it was only specifically right-wing agitators. We will get into that. Also, Andrew Cuomo changes course on lockdowns, and uh, Politico staff is triggered by Ben Shapiro. We've got a lot to get into this Friday, and it starts right now. Happy Friday. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, joined by, you know who, it's Stu and Pat. Stu Bergier, host of Stu Does America, and Pat Gray, host of Pat Gray Unleashed. Both can be found on Blaze TV. Thanks for being here, guys. I know it's the highlight of your of your Friday. It, it is. Certainly is. Right. Thank you, you for were, having us. We're just talking about, Pat especially was talking about Love it. how he loves to stay on Friday and, and do the show. So yes, huge thanks, fan. Thanks, Pat. Uh, if, if we could do the show a little bit later, it'd be even better. <laughs> would it? <laughs> really? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you don't get up, uh, you don't get up earlier or anything. No, so. not, not earlier than 2.30 in the morning. So <laughs> okay. it's perfect. But by the way, he's not joking about <laughs> no. that. He's no, got a really not. early radio show, which I also know about because when you're gone, a couple times I've filled in and yeah, been like, it's early. this is awful it's stupid early I, I, and i often wonder like does pat hate his life because this is horrible yeah every day i decide all right this is the last day i'm gonna do this every day really <laughs> yeah uh, yep. all right headlines of the day a left-wing known agitator from utah was charged yesterday for his alleged participation in the breach of the u.s capitol this guy this picture's cracking me it, up. you know what you're laughing, but I'm t I'm here to tell you there is a trend with the crazy left wing and the crazy eyes. Mm. They've all got mm. them. AOC's got them. AOC definitely mm. has them. It is really weird. But uh, John Earl Sullivan, this is his name, he has been charged with entering and res entering a restricted building or grounds, civil disorders, and violent entry or disorderly conduct. Uh, and, um, you know, of course, he had appeared on all of these news programs uh, talking to them. But um, also, this is the now this is an alleged report. There is a woman who I believe is a freelancer. She has done work for CNN. She has done work for several uh, media organizations, mainstream media organizations. Now, allegedly, this is her in this video we are about to show you along with the man, John Sullivan, who was uh, arrested for this capital breach, and uh, she says, we did it. We did it, finally. Watch. I'll give you your hug now. We did it. <laughs> you were right, we did it. Dude, I was trying to tell you. I, I couldn't say much. You were right. <laughs> you just have to watch my chat. Is this not gonna be the best film you've ever made in your life? That's it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah? Hell yeah. Wait, you were I'll delete that shit. <laughs> but I didn't record your voices. Uh, spoiler alert, he did not delete it. Should have deleted it. He did not delete mm -hmm. it like he said that he would. Uh, but this does yeah. go along so listen with... Listen for all the ladies. They never delete it when they say <laughs> they, they will. They don't. <laughs> uh, so the FBI, of course, has come out and, and uh, noted that there have been some left-wing agitators that have been spotted in uh, the Capitol breach. But you wouldn't know it if you listened to maybe CNN, MSNBC. Uh, mm -hmm. You wouldn't hear that because they're here to tell you why anyone who ever voted for Trump is also part of the KKK. Yeah, that is basically their take on it. I mean, look, I think there were, as we've talked about this a little bit from the beginning, there, there were a couple, there were definitely some left-wing people there. They, they've identified a couple, mm -hmm. two or three that we've known of. There's probably more than that. 
Uh, people who are just chaos agents and want to go crazy on whether they care about Trump or not. Um, there is also a lot of people who really like Trump in there. I mean, there's no doubt about that. These are people who are well-known, many of them internet celebrities who are uh, up there doing all sorts of crazy things. But like this kind of comes down to this idea of, was it us that did it or was it them that did it? And we can definitively say, it was them that did it. Who is them? It's people who would want to rush the Capitol. It's people like QAnon. It's people that like some of these potentially Antifa type uh, people. It's also, though, uh, people, you know, like the Boogaloo movement and, and, and anarchists. And it's all them. None of those people relate to me in any way. Mm -hmm. Just because they also might like Trump's tax policy uh, does not mean that, uh, that's, that that's us. It's important to, to, to decipher uh, and distinguish between us and them in this one. And like, you know, I, I've been calling it the QAnon riots because like, I, you know, we can talk about, they keep saying the Trump supporter riots or the Trump, the MAGA riots. It's not, that's not fair. Mm. Like there's no reason to believe that the average Trump supporter a was participating, but B would support this. There's there's no evidence of that whatsoever. What mm -hmm. there's evidence of is these far fringy conspiracy groups. These you know I don't know what do you even call the Boogaloo movement, but it's a weird combination of left and right wing views uh, stacked on top of strange militias, and, and it's all you know sort of this crazy world that frankly none of us take very seriously. Like I, I mean I. I I've spent very little time bothering with with that stuff uh, because, you know, to me, it's so far out there and it doesn't seem like there's ever going to be an impact from it. It's just the, it's like it was like birthers, right? Like mm -hmm. there's people out there that said things about, you know, Barack Obama that weren't true and whatever. And this has turned into something big here um, because of these actions. But it's important to distinguish you know, 74 million people out there. MSNBC wants to tell you there's 74 million people that broke into the Capitol. Right. And that is not true. The overwhelming majority of people who voted for Donald Trump think this was as despicable as it was. Yeah, Pat. Yeah, I barely know who QAnon is now. I mean, barely. I, the only thing I really know about them is that they kind of started with the the pizza basement thing right pizza gate the, yeah. yeah the pizza mm -hmm. in the in the basement where they were running a sex slave operation out of the place with no basement um it was a pizza place that was featured on diners drive-ins and dives though so you know it's pretty shady pretty shady <laughs> i think like food God network is, is, is pretty loose this? about where they go <laughs> yeah. and uh i feel like uh there's some scary operations going on. <laughs> um, but, I mean, that's about what I know of them. And they have some other weird conspiracy theories about, I don't know, are they the lizard people or uh, weird? I mean, really weird stuff. Uh, and then, of course, you're going to get some elements of the left in there trying to instigate things, too. So, uh, I, I, I mean, I think we all wish it wouldn't have happened. I think we all wish that, um, that they hadn't busted into the Capitol building. Uh, but here we are. And so we've got to condemn it just like we would any other riot. Right. right. Well, and I do think it's important, too, to note. I mean, you know, we can argue about who started it if we want to be in middle school. But mm -hmm. when you look at it, yeah. even if Antifa started it, clearly there were some people who claimed to support Trump yep. who went in on it. I mean, we know that because, uh, you know, rest in peace, Ashley Babbitt, but she was seen jumping into the window, whether or not you think that she should have gotten shot is a completely different story, but she was breaching the grounds. She was trying to climb in and she was mm -hmm. a Trump supporter. So, yep. mm -hmm. uh, you know, I mean, it's again, you can't say that all Trump supporters are evil. Obviously, the mainstream media is taking it to the extreme, but for whoever started it, there were other people who joined in and shouldn't have. Yeah, no, 
I, I really want to make a we didn't start the fire joke right now, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to hold back because then Pat will go into all the lyrics and we'll be silent oh for hours. Um, uh, the Ashley Babbitt thing is interesting because John Sullivan, the person you started this segment with, has one of the one or two views you've seen of that incident. Mm -hmm. uh, he was one of the, he was the camera guy for her being shot. And he seemed to on tape and is in the accusation. I uh, went through it uh, earlier today um, that he did encourage her to climb through the window. Right. So, like, you know, again, that does not mean that Ashley Babbitt is not in control of her own life. She is a she is a very big Trump supporter. But to, to, to put a finer point on it, she she really is. She was down the road of these QAnon conspiracies. And like QAnon is just mm -hmm. one of these. But like this is a poison. It is a freaking poison. People get sucked into these things and they can no longer see reality. You brought up the Pizzagate thing. There's a guy, the Pizzagate thing I feel like almost basically sort of ended and blew up when a guy brought a, gu a, a gun yeah. to the pizza place. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I can't think of the name of the uh, Cosmic, Cosmic Pizza. That's close. Something yeah. like that. Something like mm -hmm. that. And went in there with a gun and said, show me the tunnels. I want to see the kids running through the tunnels. Like, we don't have a basement, dude. <laughs> like, that was legitimately the, <laughs> the interaction of what happened. And... Everyone was like, oh, my gosh, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. Look, at he inspired this. He didn't shoot this stuff down. Step back for a second and think about this guy. Here's a guy who has been on the Internet obsessively for how, God only knows how long, thinking that children are being sexually assaulted in the basement of this pizza place. Now, I know it sounds ridiculous, but he believes it so strongly and believes he wants to stop this from happening, that he shows up to this place with a gun and then realizes then, like, you know, the, the curtain gets pulled back. And he has this moment where he's like, holy crap. I mean, he basically says it to the police officers at the time. I really thought, like, that we were going to see, like, hundreds of kids and I was going to save them. <laughs> and he has this moment where he realizes everything he's believed over the past year was false. Mm -hmm. Thousands and thousands of people around the country are going through that right now with QAnon. After seeing what happened at the at the at the uh, at the Capitol, people who really really believed it and probably would have typed into their little computers, um, you know, we should it's our house. We're going to go ransack it. Like would 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 agree with those those general elements. And some of the people who are in the building fall into that category. I think though, you're seeing a change of people going. Wait a minute, this has gone too far. A lot of these people start these conspiracy theories because they think it's fun. It's like a weird way to question authority. And they get so far down these roads. I think it's important for us to kind of like, look at this, <clears throat> identify it as the poison that it is. But also like, understand that it doesn't make you a, a, a horrific person. Like you, right. a lot of times people get wrapped up in these things and don't mean it. And it's important mm -hmm. to give, not the criminals, but like people who are just involved in these conspiracies, give them an off ramp to, so that they're not seen as just like the, the worst people in all mm -hmm. of society. The left wants to take these people and rake every one of them that's ever said anything about this over the coals. And, and it's, it's not the end of the day that doesn't work out well. You, you wind up getting people even further in their bunkers, and that's not what you want. To me, it shows just how distrustful we are of our government. Yeah. I mean, the people can buy into that. Yeah. Think about what a weird conspiracy that is, and all these Democrats who are running, um, you know, child sex slave uh, operations mm -hmm. out of their offices or whatever they're doing. And, I mean, it's a pretty weird conspiracy theory. I don't even know how you buy into it. Uh, but people are so uh, distrustful 
of government that they do. But but they would, just do. But would you say that they have the re- they have a legitimate reason to be distrustful? Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. That's the thing. That's We've the got problem. every reason to be distrustful of our government. It just doesn't always manifest itself in the right ways, right? right? right. I mean, and sometimes yep. it does go. I mean, I, I can't tell you. I mean, I, I, people who I know who are sensible coherent people who go through life and go to work and do these things are telling me to this day that Donald Trump is going to be president on January 21st. Like, Donald Trump has yeah, said he's hurry. transitioning. Uh, exactly. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he's <laughs> said hurry. he is transitioning power <laughs> to the next administration. What more do you need to I know? know. Um, but no, he's going nope. to organize the satellites and talk through the emergency alert system yep. or he's going to rule from <laughs> space or whatever. I mean, like, this That stuff, would be cool. It would be cool. It would. That would be cool. <laughs> would be if, he can rule, if he can rule from space, yeah. I'm all about it. Yeah. No, let's Maybe do that. he does deserve four more years if he can rule from <laughs> he space. Does. I mean, it's pretty he impressive. He does. <laughs> <laughs> if he likes rules from the International Space Station, wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. I, I'd I mean, love that. That'd I'd be, be all co- in. That'd be cool. But, yeah. like, we, at the end of the day, like, this is really bad. But we should not, we should also call out the media for not highlighting the fact that we now know that right. left wing agitators were there. The left, you just, have you seen what they're trying to do, which is come up with these conspiracy theories that say that he's been a Trump supporter the whole time, even though he was a. John Sullivan? Yeah. That he was no. got to be kidding. Oh, yeah. Multiple oh, people. That. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Big names. Gosh. Uh, big names in the, you know, Seth Abramson and Max Blumenthal. No. People are trying to piece together that oh. this guy actually. Oh, my God. Despite the fact he's been on CNN as yeah. a to represent the Black Lives Matter movement. And he he was the instigator of the Provo, Utah uh, protest where one of the protesters walked up and shot a guy in his in his truck. He was just undercover. He was the instigator. He was, of, He put that one together. He was just undercover. Yeah, just right. undercover. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's not sure. real. Wow. And you should see the. We should at wow. some point talk about. I mean, maybe off the air, but the, the, go find this if you're on the internet. There's a Politifact fact check about whether there was left wing people there. And they are doing everything they can to try to say, to get out of it. Right. It's mm. like, just admit it. Th- right. Like That doesn't mean, this is obviously largely a uh, a bunch of people who were QAnon and, and that sort. But like, the fact that there were left-wing agitators is something we should know. It's something law enforcement should understand, that these elements get into these movements and yep. do try to make it worse and encourage right. it. That being said... Uh, that doesn't take any responsibility uh, from the people who did it. But this guy, who is left-wing, was one of the people who did it. And seemingly his friend that we just caught on that video was one of the people who did it. And again, never trust a guy to delete a video. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, uh, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Bonner Wines. Uh, we've got this uh, wine partnership for Wine, pr- wine Fridays. All right, so uh, it, whenever I, I get an excuse to open a bottle of wine during the show that I tape, I am all about it, all right? Especially when uh, you've had the morning that I've had with my baby, who won't <laughs> stop crying ever, ever. So Pat, they invented alcohol. Pat, mm. Pat witnessed it. Yes, I did. Pat was like, so is he always like this? <laughs> or, uh, yes, he is, Pat, which is why I have a Bonner Wines. <laughs> now they make a lot of their wines up at these uh, remote vineyards. They're at very, very high altitudes. It's 9,000 feet. All right, they're miles from civilization. Mm. And it is it, the result is this delicious, 
red wine. If you are a wine drinker like me, maybe you just have multiple kids. And so <laughs> it's not even, you're just like, I need wine to survive. Uh, you got to check out these wines. They are also healthier than other wines, by the way, which is why they fit in with my lifestyle. Uh, they've got 10 times more longevity boosting res resveratrol, say that three times fast, and 90% less sugar. They don't have any dyes or additives. Uh, and it's the, this it's got the blackberry, leather, smoke, a little hint of dark cherry. I'm telling you guys, you need this wine in your life if you're a wine drinker. You got to go to cowgirlwine2021.com. They've got Malbecs, uh, again, from the third highest vineyard in the world. You got to try it. It is Cowgirl Wine 2021. Uh, our listeners and viewers are getting 50% off of shipping today. It's cowgirlwine2021.com. Back in a minute. So uh, a group of researchers at Stanford published a peer-reviewed study earlier this month. It was assessing the impact of lockdowns and stay-at-home orders. Uh, and the study did not find evidence to support that these uh, interventions were effective in preventing the spread. <laughs> they said, in summary, we failed to find strong evidence supporting a role for more restrictive interventions in the control of COVID in early 2020. We do not question the role of all public health interventions or of coordinated communication about the epidemic, but we failed to find an additional benefit of stay-at-home orders and business closures. Uh, the data cannot fully exclude the possibilities of some benefits, but if they exist, these benefits may not match the numerous harms of these aggressive measures. Uh, and of course, it is with that being said that I, I, I'm really trying hard not to make Stu blow a gasket. <laughs> But I will just say, uh, Andrew Cuomo, mm -hmm. magically, it, you know, it's weird because I feel like there's been this this small group of people who have been saying basically what this Stanford study has come to the conclusion of, which yeah, is that it doesn't help. Right. It's not worth all mm -hmm. of these uh, ridiculous lockdowns. Of course, you know, New York was like, you're not even allowed to go to restaurants. You can't do anything because of covid. And uh, everyone kept saying, hey, you're going to ruin your economy. And like this is probably not worth it. Well, now all of a sudden, Andrew Cuomo comes out and uh, announces via tweet we simply cannot stay closed until the vaccine hits critical mass. The cost is too high. We will have nothing left to open. We must reopen the economy, but we must do it smartly and huh. safely. What, is, is what has happened in the last little while that would have caused him to change his mind like that? I it's bizarre. Was it November 3rd he changed his mind? <laughs> just a random date. Just a random date. Just a random saying. date. Yeah. It just seems like it was around the 3rd of November uh -huh. when everything started to change. They just did a uh, story about Los Angeles, too, who's been locked down almost the whole time. Yeah, mask mandates. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they are really locked down. And they are right now the nation's hotspot mm -hmm. for COVID-19. That's weird. It helped. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Not one. But you know, the answer to that, I think, is to just double down on it. Right. <laughs> always. It's always right. the answer. When you're Andrew Cuomo, it's always the answer. Right. Uh, you know, it's, it's bizarre. I mean, the, the study is interesting, too. I mean, it, you know, it's one of many studies on this, you know, and, and it does qu quite clearly say it doesn't show any benefit above and beyond measures like social distancing and things like that. And, and mm -hmm. that is, I think, the central part of this, which is. They compared it. They use countries like uh, South Korea mm -hmm. um, as, as their basis. And if you can catch the thing early and then just have 
common sense, you don't have to worry about it, right? Yeah. You don't have to do these things. Um, mm-hmm. You know, probably the only time you could, pr- if you wanted to argue for sh- actual shutdowns at any point, it's probably Andrew Cuomo's New York in March and April, right? Like, that's not Wyoming, but you could argue that maybe there it was so extreme at that point you needed to do it, especially because we didn't know anything about the disease at that point. You could at least argue it. Um, what's crazy about Cuomo is after all of this came down in the summer, Nothing was going on, and he still kept the lockdowns in. Yeah. And he hasn't started to loosen things up until now when things are back out of control. (laughs) It makes absolutely no sense. He is always wrong at every single step to the point, Sarah, that he is actually losing multiple public disagreements with Bill de Blasio. <laughs> How do you lose? Bill de Blasio is the least pop, popular person on earth with the exception of Andrew Cuomo. That's why Andrew Cuomo is awful. Dot com. Dot com. It, is, it really is incredible. I mean, he lost to him on schools. Uh, he, he said he wasn't going to shut down. Uh, after de Blasio said they were, then they shut down the next day. He said the th- same thing about schools. We're not going to shut down schools. They did it like two days later. Uh, he's done it here again. when de Blasio was saying, hey, we need to open things up a little bit. He was like, no, 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 no. When there was no. And the, I swear the only reason he kept this locked down, because you, you make a point about the election, which I think is pos- is understandable and mm-hmm. maybe true and, and maybe just part of it. Another part of it, though, you have to remember, this guy released a book in October yeah. where he was bragging about yeah. his leadership. About how great he was. He had to keep those With numbers COVID. as low as possible, screw the economy. Because wow. it's like one of those things where, like, you're a football coach and you come in, the team was, you know, 1-15, uh, and the first year your quarterback gets hurt and you're a new coach everyone's going to give you a break there, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what happened with Cuomo. They got hit hard really early when no one understood what was going on. Um, and now, like, if you destroy the economy, people in the people's minds already, the economy is already screwed over so bad in New York, there's nowhere to go. So he could just keep that economy like that and, and keep everything closed to keep his numbers down. And I swear, you look at the chart, the second this guy released his book, the numbers in New York are going through the roof. From the, I swear, it's like, it's like the, the, the origin story of coronavirus is this guy's book. It's that ridiculous. It's a slight exaggeration, but only slight. Any idea how many copies he sold of that book? Oh, uh, you know, I have not seen that. Very many, right? The last one he sold, he got a $700,000 advance, and he sold, I think, 3,700 copies total. Oh, my God. Oh my god! It may be less than that, but it was. It oh was, my god! Oh was, my god! That's a bad investment. That's not even to cover the bad investment. The advance? Oh, not even close. No, not even close. I mean, wow. he would have to sell probably 150 to 200 thousand to, yeah, to cover the advance, the advance. and he yeah. sold 3,000. Um, now this one definitely <laughs> sold more than that because he was in the middle of you know he was getting you know adoration from every. Yeah, media. that's what yeah. I was going to say. Is like uh, all of the mainstream media. I mean, probably to this day is just fawning all over him for yeah. how he handled it. Yeah. yeah. And again, like, you go to this... He was the worst in the world yes. at handling it. And we're not even... The worst just, in the world. Just, yes, just the world, But just though. this world. Just, just the world. We don't, we don't know if other worlds handled it worse than him. Yeah. We don't have we, that information be, like, yet. It could be on the way. out on Mars that I thought <laughs> that got out of control for a little bit. Uh, but that is, none of this is even addressing, like, what's going on right this minute, where, you know, Andrew Cuomo came out, and forget what you think about the vaccine, whether you like it or you don't. Right. His job is to distribute it to people who need it. So what he did is came out and said, hey, if you if you give it to someone, if someone cuts in line and you're a clinic and you give it to some 25 year old who you just happened, who happens to be there, we're going to find you a million dollars and take away your your license. 
So everyone's wow. like panicked. So <laughs> what they're doing instead is flushing the additional doses Drawing down the toilet. The yep. Because they're terrified oh of Andrew Cuomo taking away their license. And then he also instituted a fine at one point to find people who flushed things down the toilet. <laughs> so, like, how do you get... If the person doesn't show up to an appointment and you have an extra dose, mm-hmm. what are you supposed to do with it? Drink it? I, I, I don't even know. Well, you probably would. I probably would drink it. Yes, uh, that's a good point. Uh, but it, it's really... It's, it's got it's, a lot of chemicals in it. You love chemicals. I do yeah. love chemicals. So, yeah. um, but he's come now t- back to the point where uh, he's now released those things again. And, and it's one of the, the defining characteristics of Andrew Cuomo as a governor through this crisis. is not just being wrong, but flailing wildly from one side of the argument mm. to the other, back and forth. This, this tweet is really a, a highlight of, of who this guy is. Mm-hmm. How can he possibly tweet that and not think it's crazy? <laughs> like, he's been on the other side of this yeah. every day since the beginning of yep. this. And to come out like this, like, I'm just going to sound like Donald Trump for the next five minutes. Mm-hmm. is like the most insane thing anyone can imagine. I feel like he knows that it's hypocritical. He just also knows that nobody in the mainstream media is going to call him on it. Mm-hmm. Therefore, he can just write whatever the hell he wants mm-hmm. yeah. and make it, as long as he makes it sound uh, you know, authoritative, that it, it's going to be totally fine because no one will call him out on it. And he's got good evidence to back that up, doesn't right. he? I mean, he, right. went, he did this entire book tour. No one followed up with questions as to why he hasn't released these numbers about nursing homes. 49 out of 50 states have done it. 49 out of 50. The only state that hasn't done it is is New York and Andrew Cuomo, despite the fact that he he did an investigation, a me-vestigation on himself, (laughs) where he exonerated himself, and in the exoneration was showing very detailed statistics about nursing home deaths. (laughs) Now, why wouldn't you be able to release the ones that you got from the report if it exonerated you so wildly? He obviously no. didn't it didn't exonerate him at all, and that's of course the truth. And to make him I see now you did it. To make him <laughs> I did. You got him started. I'm sorry. Sorry. Then he took those numbers mm-hmm. that he knew were wrong and went out and used them as the basis of of celebrating his own performance. We're actually only 30th in the country when it comes to nursing home deaths. When he knows and has admitted, and his people have admitted, they have not released the actual numbers. <laughs> he is resisting multiple lawsuits about this. Over and over again from people like the Empire Center who are doing great work to hold them accountable. And then he, it's like saying like, oh, you know, I, don't, I, I uh, yeah, look, I don't know how many nursing uh, home deaths uh, there were. Uh, but since that number that we have admitted is low, what a great job I did in preventing nursing home deaths. Like that's <laughs> a psycho. Like that is like American. Like that could be a scene in American Psycho. Yes. <laughs> So I'm confused. What are you saying about Andrew Cuomo? (laughs) Andrew Cuomo is awful. You kind of like him? You sort of... There you go. Uh, All right. We've got more to come if we can can just get Stu, like maybe some blood pressure medication before the next next segment. That'd be great. Mm -hmm. Uh, First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. Which, by the way, I have to tell you, if you, you know, I'm sure a lot of you out there, you made the New Year's resolution, I'm going to eat healthier, I'm going to lose weight, and then you forget uh, how awful vegetables are, and you're like, I'm not going (laughs) to eat healthier because this sucks. Well, let me tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar, but it's way healthier than probably the protein bar that you might be eating that probably tastes like chalk. It's also low-calorie, low-sugar. It's great for keto diets. I eat them all the time. Um, I just finally tried the dark chocolate cookie dough, and I almost lost my mind at how good it is. Mm -hmm. They're candy bar good. 
It's so freaking good. Yeah, um, really everything that I've tried from them has been amazing. And I know I said this last week, but genuinely, I had like I had to stop. My husband cut me off. I had to stop ordering. <laughs> oh, my entire from, refrigerator is filled with these things. I have seen your refrigerator. Lisa it is worse than mine. Was as far as I know, the first person yes. I've ever heard of that started eating these things to the point that now she's recommended it so many times. She knows she's an Instagram account at Lisa yeah. Page Maybe do it if you want to follow her there. Uh, but she's recommended it so many times. They actually painted a mural of her at the Built Bar Company. <laughs> Faces there's on a, there. There's a mural really? of yeah. Lisa yeah. at the company. That's how many it's of these great. things she sold. It's great. Wow. But with good reason, because they are genuinely... She loves them. Uh, they taste amazing, and you're eating something healthy. So uh, really and truly, if you have made that New Year's resolution and you're looking for something that tastes great, you don't have to feel like you're just eating cardboard, it's Built Bar. All right? They've got caramel brownie, cookies and cream. They've got uh, orange, chocolate orange, peanut butter, mint brownie. They're all covered in 100% chocolate. All right? Don't give up your New Year's resolution yet. you got to go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code NEWS20. You'll get 20% off of your next order. That is NEWS20 at BuiltBar.com. Calm. Back in a minute. The Politico staff, Politico, has revolted after Ben Shapiro wrote the Politico playbook this week. Now, of course, this is like their morning newsletter, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's their equivalent of a morning newsletter, Political yeah, Playbook. Yeah, and it's like a, it's, it's like a D.C. tip sheet. <laughs> right. It's been a going on. I mean, it was, uh, I think Mike Allen was doing it for a very long time, and he left recently. Yeah, so they've been getting guest people to come in and do it. They asked Ben Shapiro. Uh, apparently, according to Ben Shapiro, he was like, not sure if you want me to do it. Just letting you know it's probably going to cause you problems. And they were like, hey, listen, it's like we're f- it's fine. You're not going to say anything inflammatory. It's totally fine. Uh, well, it was not fine because Ben Shapiro, uh, you know him as the white supremacist, alt-right, <laughs> basically a Nazi. That's, That's how know you know him, him right? No. That's not how you know no. him? No. Oh. No. Actually, no. I know he was the number one media target of the alt-right. If that is that may have been why how people got confused. Well, weird that they're eating themselves. Yeah. Still. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so he came out and said, "You want to talk about inflammatory statements? Here you go. Uh, opposition to impeachment." comes from a deep and abiding conservative belief that members of the opposing political tribe want their destruction, not simply to punish Trump for his behavior. Republicans believe that Democrats and the overwhelmingly (coughs) liberal media see impeachment as an attempt to cudgel them collectively by lumping them in with Capitol rioters, thanks to their support for Trump. Uh, And um, apparently Politico staff is revolting, which is coincidentally kind of proving his point. Um, that the left just wants to cancel everyone who doesn't agree with them. Yeah. By the way, happy birthday, Ben Shapiro. This is all happening on his birthday. <laughs> nice. So. Yeah, with 250 people on a Zoom call complaining about Ben Shapiro. Yes. It's like, you know, certain, there's certain people in the media you could see and be like, okay, this person maybe says extreme things or he's this terrible. Pro- I mean, I don't see how you get that from Ben Shapiro. He's, he's really smart. He makes makes good points. Like, I, I think they're afraid of Ben in a lot yes. of ways. Yes. Um, but still, like, this is insanity. If you can't take Ben Shapiro's analysis, a guy who was not doing any of the things that associated with the with Capital. He wasn't out there saying like, "Oh, you know, uh, you know, we need, we, we need to." Uh, he told the entire right the election fraud did not happen, yeah. and by the way, that it was right. not constitutional for them to go through the uh, not certifying the electoral yeah. college. Yeah, I mean, he was clear about. It. I mean, if, if any, if like in a rational world, right, right, people who were worried about what happened at the Capitol would want to uh, highlight 
and uh, magnify the voice of a guy like Ben Shapiro, who is saying to his own side, which is harder than doing it to the other side, to his own side, hey, maybe this thing that you're really excited about isn't a thing. That's hard to do. I mean, we've all had to do it. It's really hard to do, do. because when you do it, if you do it, you get called a traitor. And that makes it pretty difficult, um, because the other side doesn't want to hear your opinion. And then if you lose your side, then it's, uh, it's not a good business move. But it is amazing how uh, the left gets away with weaponizing um, the articles of impeachment. I, clearly, all they've done is use it as a weapon against Trump. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you've got 10 days in office and then you launch a, uh, an articles of impeachment effort, um, Are you saying that that's not tax dollars well spent? Uh, yes. Really? Yeah, I am saying huh. that. Yeah. And then when the Senate's not even going to be able to uh, hear the trial and, and possibly convict until after he's gone from office. So you're going to remove him from office after he's removed himself from office. The whole thing is ridiculous. <laughs> the left pays no attention to that. And, and the only thing they can do is go after people on the right who are opposed to it. It's unbelievable. Well, and I mean, you think about the precedent that this is setting, I mean, especially now that they are going to control everything. Yeah. What happens? What happens? I feel like any Republican, anything is just going to be removed from office by the left. Yeah. Anytime they ever uh, gain power. I think that that's Mm -hmm. that's going to be the precedent that we use from from now on, which is horrifying. Yeah, I mean, impeachment is supposed to be like a big, uh, you know, last resort right. type of thing. Right. And look, you could look at the, I think the best argument against impeachment right now is we don't know what happened yet. Yeah. Like, well, because like there's this there's this reporting out there, right, that says that Donald Trump in the middle of this, not not talking about inciting the riot, not talking about the election fraud stuff. While it's going on, while people are inside the Capitol breaking windows, they go to him and they say, hey, send out the National Guard and stop this. And he says, no. Right. If I don't, I can't believe that that would be true. No, okay? I, I don't either. It's a media report. But let's just say there was an investigation and we have a wire from the president directing them not to go. I would completely be for impeachment. Mm-hmm. I would be absolutely for it. If he let that go on and did not send the people to stop it and we had to rely on Mike Pence to send out the National Guard, which is what the report says, if that were true... I would totally be for it and have absolutely no hesitation whatsoever. A person who does that should not be running the country. When we have to rely on going to Mike Pence uh, to do this, obviously, I think it's just blatantly obvious to every conservative that that's not appropriate. Maybe we'll find out that that's actually true. But the only way you would find that out is if you took your time and did things with a real process. Mm -hmm. Like, I think there's a legitimate argument. and I, it's not even a question. It should be done. We should know everything about this. Mm-hmm. They're in the middle of highlighting, uh, you know, these big arrests that they're having from people who are wearing Camp Auschwitz shirts and such that were there. And we need to know everything they were texting to each other. Yeah. This example of, uh, of the video you played earlier of a left winger talking to what seems like another left winger about how they've been planning for a while to get into the Capitol and they finally did it is something that would indicate it was pre-planned by some of these people. Right. Now, that, doesn't, that doesn't necessarily mean that Trump should or should not be impeached, but it's an important piece of information. All this stuff is just coming out. You're impeaching him blindly. We don't know enough about it. I mean, obviously, pragmatically, it has absolutely no effect and that he's leaving anyway. But, like, I want an investigation to know if he should be held responsible for this in some other way. I think that's totally appropriate. It's, it's, it's just ridiculous to force a vote on a bunch of people who have no idea whether this is true or not. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Why won't, why won't he condemn the riots? Why won't <laughs> 
why won't he do that? <laughs> I mean, he, why won't he condemn racism? Yeah. And why won't and he condemn supremacy. the riots? And yes, yes. white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about it. other than all of the other times than all the times he's yeah, done it did. multiple times with okay. both issues? Okay. Why won't he do it? Right. Okay, and, but, why? and his last statement was like the five minute statement he released the other day, like in the middle of the impeachment stuff, mm-hmm. was I thought right on tone. And yeah. If he would have done yes, that was. while they were inside the White House, we would not. I don't not, do not think we would be here. Well, he did. T- he did tweet out, "Stay peaceful." He did tweet out, "Support the police." Go yeah. home. What else did he say? He, okay, mm-hmm. fair. <laughs> but he did try to tell them that, and Twitter deleted it. Uh, that is true. And, and, and what else they deleted violence. was when he said, um, hey, this is what happens when you steal an election. Remember this day forever. <laughs> and he said that, by the way, at 6 p.m. So, I, look, and, and, mm. but I mean, to your point on Twitter, I think you could look at that and say that was arguably his worst moment through this. Like, that was not a good tweet. I mean, you should, they were inside the Capitol. He was saying, Mike Pence let us down. And they're going, to hang Mike Pence. None of this is good. None of it's good. I'm not going to say it's good. You believe uh, they would have, though? I do no. not believe well, no. any of that. No. I mean, they were beating the hell out of police officers, some of them. Again, a tiny, <sighs> tiny minority. But I mean, it they was were, mostly peaceful. It was mostly peaceful. Yes, uh, I will <laughs> that's, say that's uh, what I've heard. That's the standard here. <laughs> yes. But I, I, you know, again, uh, it, like mm. I don't think it was great. But like now, if you wanted to say, well, what did my, what did Donald Trump say through those moments? You can't find it on his Twitter. Right. You right. No. Right. Even and if you want to make a problem. point against yes. Donald Trump, yes. you can't even see the tweets. And I it's just bad. and I just had a conversation with a very close family member, and they didn't. They're only looking at the clips that the mainstream media plays, and I'm like. Right, but he also said we're going to march peacefully and patriotically yeah. to the Capitol. Yeah. Had no idea that it had happened and, because and, they don't show that part. And the riot started before he was even yes. done with his speech. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the, the weakest part of their case against Trump is that he incited it with that speech. Right. I think you can make a real point about some of the stuff he said leading up to that speech, and I think you can make a point of how he handled it once it's, once the riot started. I think there was real problems there, and that's the part that I think is, is the most damaging. Yeah. But beyond that, like the idea that he was sitting there telling people to go over throw the capital. I mean, there's just, he didn't do it. Right. I mean, he, he, he wasn't careful with his language, but the left is never careful with his language either. And one of the guys making the speech, uh, and I'll f- finish this, but the Repu- one of the Republicans at their, um, when they were making their little one minute speech, mm-hmm. said it really clearly. If we are going to impeach everybody yep. who makes a passionate, fiery speech to yep. partisans, yep. we're going to have no people left in the state, in this, uh, in this house. And it's mm-hmm. true. Everybody does that. You can make a zillion examples of the left doing it. It's just that this particular thing happened on this particular day. A lot of things went into it, not just one speech. Yeah. All right, we've got more to come back in a minute. He said the word fight, though, still. No. Oh, yeah, because no one's ever said that. No, ever, never. It's never been used. Those of you with small children present, you may not want them around for this segment. No, uh, this parents, is meant for children. You, that's <laughs> four true. Four to eight-year-olds. That's, that's fair. There is a cartoon <laughs> out. Uh, it is a Danish cartoon that parents have begun expressing their outrage over. Uh, it is called John Dillermond, which uh, apparently in uh, in Danish, I guess his last name, it means penis man. And he <laughs> apparently has the, the longest penis in the world. Uh, it's here, 25 feet long. Well, really, 25, 25 feet. feet. Well, yeah. I guess that would be probably the longest penis in the world. Yeah, I don't know. I would think it's so. too long. That's yeah. too long. <laughs> you would yeah. think. Mm-hmm. After you would you get think. beyond two feet. Yeah, there's really then, not much purpose to yeah, it. It's Other than of... not having to get off the couch to go to the bathroom, there's not much purpose. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I mean, we're, so we're joking about this, but this is a, a real thing. It's a it's legit bad. thing that is being, uh, I mean, obviously it's for children. Uh, it's a cartoon or the claymation, whatever you call it. Here is the intro to the, uh, the show, John Dillerman, watch. Good day, day John Dillerman. John Yeah. <laughs> this, he look at this. This person is just running. Is, is running the world with his with his penis, and uh, and it, the, and then the, the producers had to respond. They're like, um, "Well, we should we should note that at one point one of the characters asked him to put it away, and he does." Oh well, then. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Oh, well, that's yeah. great. Ah, there you go. What oh, you my go? gosh. Well, uh, there's some one parent in defense of it says her three-year-old son, that's great, watches it and finds it funny. Mm. Uh, she says, I'm not sure he completely grasps that the eight-meter creature, what the eight-meter creature actually is. So it's good <laughs> that no, he's not. It's just a, a creature mm. there. I, I can't. Look, I don't have one, so I feel there's very limited things I can say. Yeah, I will uh, say comment about, but this just doesn't feel right to me. Most mm -hmm. of the things shown in the trailer, guys can't actually do. Just so you're aware. really mm -hmm. yeah. That's okay, just, I was unclear on it before. Some of it would actually before. hurt quite a bit. <laughs> yes, that's all. Lift, lifting a washer dryer set uh, yeah. like you did with it that that would be painful. Not easy. Yeah, no, not, not easy. at all. No, you'd be you'd probably go to the hospital <laughs> or something like that. I would try it. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I, so again. Do you think uh, that I'm, I'm struggling to find anything mm -hmm. helpful at this point mm -hmm. on this particular topic? But I feel like everything that happens in the other countries just slowly trickle oh, yeah. to the United States. And to say that that would happen is not, I don't think, a stretch because we've got uh, kids shows about like trans people. Right. I'm, mm -hmm. I, the name is escaping me right now. Mm -hmm. But they're like cartoons mm -hmm. about like trans superheroes or something. Are you comparing? Transgender. That's people what they will say to people with twenty-five uh, foot penises. Yeah, don't even look doing? at. Twitter I mean, I guess it's fair. That's not shows. really an accurate comparison. Yeah. But, <laughs> no, uh, maybe sexualizing kids' programs <laughs> is not what we want. I'm just amazed that, like the the, because I would think it would be like parents being like, "Why are we, why are we encouraging this sort of stuff?" Like, I don't like the programs yeah. with the fart jokes. Right. Exactly. So. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I've gone down that road too. I have two small mm -hmm. kids, and they, you know, they like all the fart jokes, and like yeah. I don't want them watching Captain Underpants. Oh. Like, I don't want them doing that all the time. Yeah. On the other hand. The, the complaints there are like it's too too conservative. Right. They're saying basically it's like, well, we should we should not be teaching people that men with their penises can be the heroes of everybody, right. and and the penises are always doing things, getting in everybody's business. It's actually, toxic masculinity. Yeah, that's le portraying. legitimately the the actual complaint in Denmark. Yeah. Well, I would just like to say before we go to break, men do not try that at home. Do not try to whip a lion mm -mm. with your penis. Do not try to ride uh, balloons into the sky with your penis. I think that it will end 
very, very poorly. Mm-hmm. We'll be back in a minute. It's a good public service announcement. Oh, As you've heard me say earlier this week, if you are one of the few who have not yet gone to wherever you get your favorite podcasts and uh, gone, looked up the news and why it matters, subscribed, rate it, reviewed it, then you're missing out. All right, here are a couple reviews for you. Renegade uh, 2016 says, I listen to the show every day. I love it when Stu and Pat are guests. Yes. Always yeah. a lot of good info and always makes me person. laugh. Is it? Brilliant, brilliant person. Brilliant person. Probably genius intellect. You think so? Mm-hmm. Wow, that yeah. is, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, here's another one. Johnny Iron says, I listen to the show almost daily. Great guests and insightful conversation. And I love Stu's hair. <laughs> Keep up the great okay, Very unremarkable hair, I feel like. Hmm. I mean, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Yeah, it's just no. like normal just, hair. It's there still, which I'm excited about, frankly. Well, uh, apparently it's more than normal because we got five stars because of your hair. Hey, that's, I, I bring the stars. That's what I do. So thank you. Mm-hmm. And of course, there are a lot of you who have used the it's great whatever on this show. You're welcome. We have seen those. But uh, if you have not yet, you may find your review read on air, all you got to do is go to wherever you get your favorite podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever, and subscribe, rate, and review the news and why it matters. Thanks for being here, guys. I'm going to go drink more wine now. It's always good Happy Friday. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.